come in from other other cities and stuff like that. They it, it re, they tell me it reminds them of those those warehouse kind of spaces for whether they're from whether they're from you know Philly or Virginia or even San Diego, Colorado, and they, that's what they and that's what we mimic. That's what we want it to be. When you yeah. walk through these doors, we want you to know that's a brewery. Welcome to Tap That AZ, the show where you get to meet the awesome people behind the best craft beverages across the state of Arizona. I'm your host, Eric Walters. In this episode, I hang out with April and Brandon Richter, owners of Richter Aleworks in Peoria along with their head brewer, Wes. We talk about the trials and tribulations of opening up a brewery. These guys have hit a few snags along the way, but they keep fighting, they keep fighting. At the release of this episode, uh, around the same time, they're gonna be releasing their first in-house made beer, West Coast style IPA, as well as a collaboration that they did with State 48 Brewery. So get over there, check it out. Cool place, great people, awesome beer, great selection. Let's tap into Richter Aleworks. So I am at Richter Aleworks with Brandon and April, owners of Richter Aleworks, and Wes, their brewer. Guys, thanks for joining me. Thanks, thanks for coming. Thanks, thanks for coming for in. Having us. Yeah, this is pretty uh, pretty great. We're here bright and early, um, having a beer at what is it, ten fourteen? So <laughs> it's a typical day. I know. I was kind of pissed. I was starting so late. But um, <laughs> so this brewery thing has been kind of uh, quite a journey for you guys up to this point, right? Yeah, to say the least. Yeah, yeah. It's been, uh, I would say when I write a book about this someday, it'll be what not to do when opening a brewery. Okay. Because more things I think have gone wrong than anything ever went right starting this place. Okay, nice. Like, well, not nice, but. No, not nice at sucks. all. <laughs> <laughs> no, it sucked. It's yeah. hard, it's hard work. Yeah, I think that's what a lot of people don't realize. Um, I talked to Ben from uh, Crooked Tooth down in uh-huh. Tucson, did an episode with him, and he said people are like, oh, you know what, I think I'm going to retire and start a brewery. He's like, you have no idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every day somebody comes over to the bar and talks about that. Really? Yeah, they're home brewing now, and they have a buddy, they make really good beer, and they want to start a brewery. I'm like, right. I'll never discourage anybody from starting one. Right. I will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wes is like, no. Nah. Yeah. So well, what, like, taking back from to the beginning, because you guys had established a name and everything, right? So yeah, that's a long story. I don't know how deep you want to go into let's this. Let's go deep, man. Let's deep, go deep. Deep, deep. I got six beers in front um, of me. Well, just two, but yeah. So <laughs> the the uh, backstory, I'm sure most people have heard it already. You know, we just fell in love traveling in Europe. We loved fell in love with beer. Okay. First trip was to London and Paris, and drinking beer in London was awesome. It just blew my mind. It was so different than anything in America, and I was like wow, I really like this. So every place we went, if there was a pub, I just, I would go in. And they were getting mad at me because everywhere we go, I would just go into a pub. I was like, oh, I got to try a beer here. I got to try a beer here. I almost got left on the tour bus in some small town <laughs> because I was, I walked across the street to another pub and got stuck talking to these old guys and drinking beer with them. And the bus was pulling out in the middle of the street out by Stonehenge somewhere. And then, uh, it's, it's, it's funny <laughs> now. Yeah. It's, <laughs> um, but on our way back, uh, on their flight back, we were talking already how much fun we had, and we decided we already started booking a trip to Germany. So then we went back to Germany the next year, yeah. and that was like experiencing beer all over again, trying all that beer in Germany. It's all different kind of beer. And we came home, we just we just jumped in full full, I don't know, feet first. Like you were, you guys were like, this is what we want to do. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. to that point. I knew what we wanted to get into. We we're hard brewing. We're, I mean, we we're home brewing a lot. Okay. Um, we were really drinking a lot. I mean, we tried as many beers as we can find just because we really got that into it. 
and then uh, we went to Belgium. I think what two, three years ago, two, three years after that, five years ago. Wow, and um, <laughs> it's all a blur at this yeah, point, right? Yeah, <laughs> and that's when it just hit us. Okay. It was so so good everywhere you went. I mean, you were drinking these amazing Belgian beers everywhere you go, and uh, we went to the Brewers Guild. Okay. And they went to the tour, to the tourist section. We get all this stuff, and I made a beeline right for the for the Brewers Guild. I'm like, I'll be there. And like, wait, wait. I'm like, no, I will be there. <laughs> and so I went. I toured everything, and you give them a little chip. You, you pay five euros, and you get this little tour. This little brewery. It's got like an old brewery, a modern brewery. It's got a video set up. And when you're done, you take your ticket and you give it to this guy in this little tiny bar, about the size of a large bedroom. Okay. And he's sitting behind this little stand. He's got like three beers on tap. And you give him your ticket, and he gives you a beer. It's like down in the basement. Yeah. And it it smells dusty and old, and <laughs> there's like dusty bottles all around you and stuff. Yeah, it was, it was beautiful. really cool. <laughs> it was so cool. Yeah. yeah so we uh, we gave him our ticket, and we had our beer, and I'm start talking to him and talking to him. We're like, what is this? He's like, well, I can't tell you what that is. I'm like, why? He's like, well, they just whatever they tell me to pour that day, that's what I pour. Yeah. Sometimes they don't even know what brewery it is, they or the brewery doesn't want them to tell you what it is. It's like okay, so then he started giving me other ones. Started giving me other ones. Before I know, we were there for three and a half hours, and he just given it given us so much beer. He started pulling out 12, 13, 14 year old bottles from a special reserve uh, refrigerator behind him. Oh wow! Nice. Blew my mind. So I we were sitting there, and we have this picture. Still one of my most favorite pictures with our friends that we travel with. And I just I said to her, I said, I want to do this. And they're like, Yeah, let's do this. It was drunk, so it was like, oh, it sounds, it sounds like a great idea at the time. Yeah. And uh, that's how it started. And we came home. Um, I signed up for brewing school for Siebel, and uh, that's where it all started. Nice. What was different there? Like you said that it was the drinking beer over there was completely different. The beer culture is completely different than the States. Okay. It's, right. To them, it's just it's just a way of life. It's another drink. It's just like how like we stop at Circle K to get a soda or, um, you know, like you stop for coffee or something like that. Like they stop for beer, uh, and they just sit and socialize with their neighbors. and Yeah you know, at their local pub and then they go home. And so that was what was so cool to us about it is we'd love to have that kind of a gathering place, you know, in our local community. So Not that just was, a place to go like just like binge yes, drink, yeah. beer. It, <laughs> and that's exactly it. We didn't want a place where people just go pound a bunch of beers and then stumble to the next place. We just wanted it to be, you know, kind of a little gathering place where people come and Gotcha. talk to each other and that's been the funnest thing I think about this is yeah, that the people, people we meet every day yeah yeah so. people come in here and they like you get four or five different people sitting at the bar with seats in between them that are open because they don't know each other yeah and next thing you know they're all talking yeah and that's that's the coolest thing we have people that have met here that now hang out together mm -hmm. and yeah. it's the coolest it's a good culture like it is like where you go I just took a trip with my dad to San Francisco we hit up some breweries and just the culture is completely different it's like everybody's chill everyone's mm -hmm. having a good time and you do you make friends everywhere mm -hmm. everywhere that you go unless you're some weirdo you know <laughs> uh, like Wes <laughs> yeah pretty much <laughs> I forgot he was here actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we do that a lot. It happens. Uh, so, um, so all right. So you decide this is what we want to do. So uh -huh. then, once you guys got back here, that's when. So over there it was drunken excitedness. Yeah. And over here now reality, reality set in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, I don't remember exactly when it was, but um, it was about six months later that you. Yeah, I yeah. decided to go to 
Yeah, I, had, I was working in a horrible job. I was so unhappy. I was so miserable. I grew up in a family-run business. My dad retired, and I got stuck into this career because I was like a commodity to them. Yeah. Ultimately, I went to work for this company that I thought would be a great fit, and I, as soon as I got there, I knew it was just a nightmare. It was a complete nightmare. That's when I discovered podcasts because I would just sit behind a computer and work all day, and I would just put podcasts in. I listened to them, found out about the Brewing Network, and I was just listen to podcasts or to podcasts, so I don't have to talk to them mostly. Right. And it just something to take away, and I just got even deeper into beer. And then one day I heard this interview with Tom Hennessy at the CBC. I forgot what year it was. And he was talking about um, how he offered this immersion course. What is CBC? Uh, the Craft Brewers Convention. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Um, and so Tom was on this panel talking about his program, his immersion courses at Colorado Boy in Colorado. And it was just one of those days. Boss came in and it was already one of those moves and just yelling. And, and I was just, oh, I got so pissed. And at the time, Tom had given his, the name of it. So I looked up the phone number for his brewery. So I just, I had it after he was yelling at me and I, I go in the back and I called. I still remember the day, it was a Monday and he was supposed to be closed and I called and he answered the phone. I'm like, and it was one of those things I think at the point where I was like, I'm gonna call, nobody's gonna answer, I'll leave a message or I won't leave a message and nothing will ever come of it. And yeah. he answered the phone and I was like, oh hi, I didn't expect anybody to be there. He's like, <laughs> yeah, and he's, yeah. Like, he's like, oh, I'm installing Gotta a sink, go. how can I help you? And I go, uh, I just heard about your immersion course and I wanna take it. And he goes, okay, the first opening I have is uh, November. And it was, I remember it was March. And I go, okay. He's like, you want to take it? And I said, I said, yeah. He's like, okay, send me a hundred bucks. I'm gonna reserve your spot. I'm like, okay. So I, I hung up and I, I don't know if I texted or called April. He called me. Yeah. And I said, hey, I said, we're gonna go to Colorado in November. And she goes, okay, why? I said, we're gonna start a brewery. And she goes, okay, what do we have to lose? <laughs> and that, nice. that started it. Yeah. Um, so in the meantime, I, 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 Figured I needed to get really, really, you know, serious about this, and that's when I tried to get into brewing school. And at the time, it was the start of that curve, and it was so hard to get in. The years were there were a year or two year waiting lists. It's like 2011, maybe. Yeah. 11, 12. Yeah. So, yeah. And uh, so I had I had been talking to the lady at Seabull, trying to any way I could get in, and some guy just happened to drop out, and she knew how serious I was and how passionate I was at the time. So she's like, "I'm gonna give you this spot." So I signed up for it, and uh, I was done with it by no November, by the time we went to um, Colorado Boy. And in the meantime, in August, I think is when we set up to be our, our name, and I went through a whole bunch of names. I mean, I had lists and lists and lists and lists, and I did my due diligence. There was no brewery with that name when I did it. Gotcha. And Can you say the name? Yeah, it was Mischief. Mischief, yeah. okay, all right. And there was no breweries using that name, and I'm like, perfect, it's not even trademarked, nothing. And at the time, we're new, we were naive, we weren't sure exactly you know, what we needed to do. Of course, I wanted to be an attorney, so I was like, yeah, I want to trademark this, but when you're starting a brewery, every dollar counts. I'm like, God, trademarks are expensive. Yeah, so they I are. Just, I was like, oh, yeah. we'll just do it later, we'll just do it later. Well, that ended up being the, you know, the thing that kind of killed it, the fact that we didn't do it, um, because then that following, was it May? April, yeah. April, May, we went to our first craft brewers convention in San Diego. I mean, we already had t-shirts, we had Facebook, website, everything. We had it all. And somebody there. Except the brewery. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, we had no equipment. Yeah. Yeah, we were like the, yeah, the biggest brewery that didn't exist. Um, and then somebody there that had a name, they saw us. And about, God, what was it? Three months later, four months later, after getting home, I got the first letter. Um, so what had happened is they had saw us at the CBC using that name. They filed for it the day after the CBC ended and then waited till they got it 
and then sent us the letter to change our name. But it wasn't a brewery, right? No, so it's it, the name it was of a beer. The name of a brewery. Just the name of a beer. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yep. Like, who gives a shit? I know. Right? Exactly. Uh, Most yeah. people don't. Most people in this community don't. Yeah. There are just some that do. Right. But we we get it now. I mean, I understand it, if they have the trademark on it, and so they you, didn't at the time. But <laughs> they do now, right? and so they okay. have to protect the trademark, or they could lose it. So. You know, whatever. It's done. It worked out. We ended up naming our dog Mischief, and it worked out just fine. <laughs> so then you just, so that's when you decided to, that's when you went with, with your family name, right? Yeah, that yeah. came out in a roundabout way. Um, I I was pissed because mm-hmm. we, we, we used it even after two years after that because I had talked to them several times. And they led me to believe that, yeah, we're going to get something going. And I didn't even hear from them. Yeah. And I was like, they tell me they get back to me and never heard from me. Awesome. This is great. And then when uh, we got into the Brewing the American Dream program with Sam Adams, um, they they asked us to get that in writing. I'm like, okay, so I'm going to coexist. Sam Adams. Sam Adams. Yeah. Won. Okay. Yeah. The, yeah. So they. Well, the the, the the loan company that funds. Yeah. That program. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Axion. Yeah, so then they wanted us to uh, get it in writing. So that it's cool to use this name. Yeah, so yeah. I contacted them, and then all of a sudden it became a problem again. And they wanted to know my logos, the colors I'm going to use, and, and so I gave them this whole document, just full of everything. Yeah. And then they come back and said, uh, "Yeah, we want you to change the name." Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, seriously? Oh, After man. two and a half years of, of us nothing <laughs> happening, and like you come back and tell us this now? Yeah. So I was pissed. Yeah. I was really mad, and. So I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to do. I was like, now all of a sudden, here we are again with a brewery that doesn't exist. We're, we're way further along now. I mean, I had equipment sitting in my garage. Yeah. And I don't have a name. I'm like, man. So something had happened. My, my dad calls me one day and says, hey, my uncle's coming over. Or I'm sorry, it was his cousin. His cousin was coming over. And he's bringing me the family table. I'm like, it's a family table? He's like, I don't know. to bring this family table. I don't know. I'm just bringing it. So... He comes over and brings this little table, and in this, it's this little tiny table. It's all handmade, and it has the receipt from when it was built, and it has a document that shows everybody who's ever owned it, and it gets passed down to the youngest Richter male um, over since it's since the 18, late 1800s. Wow. It was hand-built in, in Ogden City, Utah. So in it was this photo- was this photograph that I had seen little tiny things because I had you know googled my name and I googled you know brewing and stuff like that so I was aware of something about this little tiny brewery I didn't really know much about it yeah but in there was this eight by ten photograph and it said Richter McCarty Ogden City Brewing Company and I was like whoa this is pretty cool and so I flipped it on the back and on the back my great grandfather had written this is where I was born in I think it was 1883 this is our brewery and they lived in the brewery. And in like, the brewery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. And like so that, t- that table was yeah. in the brewery. And yeah. I was like, man, it's cool at the brewery. But, but I have a younger brother, so he gets this table. Ah. Pissing me off. <laughs> <laughs> right. um, and so I was just like, wow. I go, we just, why wouldn't we go with the name? So again, I did my due diligence. It's free. It's trade, not trademarked. And so I filed for it. So everything's in the works for that. Um, and so it just worked out. And so I did even more and more and more research. So there was a letter inside there that explained everybody who's had the um, – the table okay. and so it talked about my great great grandfather and his name was Moritz Richter he was from Leipzig Germany and he was they were brewers okay him and his family were all brewers and when they moved to Utah in the mid to late 1800s they ultimately made it all the way to uh, to Utah and they started Ogden City Brewing Company and there's a book that some guy wrote about the history of brewing in Utah 
So I've been able to get a lot of information from him, but in this book, it, I have the address where it was at, the size of his equipment and everything, it, and it's pretty fascinating. So I'm, I'm hoping to make a trip there someday. Yeah. But at that point, I just realized the name just fits, you know? Yeah. It just works. Worked out great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you got to name your dog Mischief. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, it, and it fits her so well. And it well. fits her, too. Yeah. That's yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, so from there, then, everything was smooth sailing, right? Of course not. <laughs> Nothing's ever smooth sailing opening a brewery. Right. So you guys have been, so you've been open since what, like December, right? Basically December, but I took possession of this building a year before that. Okay. Trying to get everything set up. Yeah. 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 And so, um, you know, we always talk about money being the problem. Okay. So money's always a problem, but different cities have different rules and regulations. Um, And for me, I loved that whole vibe of a warehouse in in, um, San Diego um, Colorado. I love nothing more than, you know, driving, getting off the freeway, driving, you know, into the middle of this industrial park. And you go way to the back on a Tuesday afternoon, and the place is packed. Yeah, I love that. I don't think Phoenix is there yet. It's getting there, mm-hmm. but it's but I love that vibe. And so that's what I wanted. But I'm born and raised in this area, okay. and I really wanted to be in this area. So when we started doing this brewery five years ago, there was nothing out here. Okay, closest beer for us is Four Peaks. You guys are in. Um, I never really clarified that. You guys are in Peoria. Yeah, right? Peoria. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so we're kind of on the outskirts of town in a way. You know, yeah. next next town here I think is Vegas. <laughs> right. <laughs> but um, I think it is. yeah, but there's there's not a lot out here because everything was built during the giant boom. Everything's new. There's no really cool buildings out here for us to go into like we wanted to. So mm-hmm. I wanted to find a, a a warehouse space. But the problem is, there's only three warehouse like complexes in this area. Uh, None of them would rent to us because we made alcohol. Uh, really. Yeah, Interesting. I even went to the liquor board and found out that with a series three microbrewery license, we can open up right next door to a school, right next door to a church. doesn't doesn't count. And I was yeah. like, oh, awesome! Because I had a suite picked out, and it took me forever to find out where do I measure from? Do I measure from the front door? Do I measure from the corner of the building? Uh, do I measure from the corner of that one? I don't know where it's at. And so I talked to the liquor board one day, and she was she was amazing. I was surprised how how helpful she was. She actually called me on a Wednesday night, like eight o'clock. She goes, ask the news for you. She's like, I'm leaving town. My mom just died, but I want to let you know this. And I was like, what? I'm sorry. She's like, no. She goes, and that's when she told me, you can do that. And I was like, I'm sorry, but thank you. So I went to my agent and said, look, we can take that spot. I go, let's take it. Let's go. I'm all for it. Yeah. And then we went to it. And then when they asked what we were doing, we told them it was a brewery. And they said, no, oh, we're family man. friendly. Yeah. Like, that's such crap. Well, that's- Mormon. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know if that's true. Just, that's what we got out of it. Oh, yeah. Well, breweries are family friendly. Yes, they you know, are. It's not like you're saying, hey, I'm going to start, I'm going to open up a Buffalo Wild Wings. But to some people, and, we could know. be Breaking Bad opening up next door to their that Buffalo true. Wild Wings. That's true. To them, we're just making crack. They don't know the right. difference. <laughs> it's true. From the looks of Wes, too, like he's got that look to him, too. He's mm-hmm. just sitting there concocting some blue rocks. Exactly. And yeah. some things. <laughs> yeah. So. So you guys are you're in uh, so 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 how did you find this place? This I drive past this place every day on my way to work or every time we go to the mall movies and I've always thought this place would be cool. The thing I liked about this is the fact that it was nestled in a neighborhood. Okay. And I liked that because it reminded me of like London, where mm-hmm. every corner, every little block has their own drinking spot, their own little pub. Yeah. And everything was vacant here. Um, we looked and looked and looked and looked. I mean, I went as far as the Glendale, then I went to Phoenix. We went way down south, and we found a couple spots. I actually made a couple offers, and they just didn't work out. So one day, we found a spot, and I'm like, all right, this is it. And when we were coming home, I got off the freeway, and again, I drive past this. I just didn't feel right. I just didn't, I was like, 
but at the time, I was so desperate to open up. Yeah. And we kept coming back to this yeah. corner. Yeah, I made like, an offer on, I think, on just this general area. Yeah, six yeah. or seven okay. suites Sweet. within this yeah, some complex of them multiple and across times the street. And across the street, yeah. Okay. And so as I drove by, I saw the real estate signs, and they were different this time. I'm like, huh. So I, had, I pulled in, and there was a different sign on the door. And in the meantime, I had always been trying to get the end suite because it used to be a bar and they'd be perfect. Uh, um, things set up already. Exactly, yeah. 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 It still wouldn't take a lot of work. I don't even know it would have been more work now. But yeah. um, So I called my agent and said, don't make that offer yet. I want to look at this spot. Let's just see what happens. So he called and we met here the next day and we had a handshake deal the next day and everything went down from there. Everything, it just, it just it started rolling. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it took forever to uh, to get this to happen, but eventually set it up how you guys needed it and how you wanted exactly, to operate. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. did. Okay. It did. So um, yeah, so finally we got here. It took, got took here. twice as long as we thought it would. But <laughs> right. We're here, yay! Yeah. <laughs> so um, I think I came in a few weeks after you guys had, had opened up, uh -huh. and uh, yeah, right away, like you said, like it was me. Actually, it was you? You were in here mm -hmm. with his mom, with Brandon's mom, and there was like two other random people here, uh -huh. and. Three minutes later, we're all best friends. I, I felt like we exchanged numbers. And, <laughs> like we're gonna have like a potluck and stuff. But uh, but no, it's it's a great place, and I like that it's on the corner too, mm -hmm. right? Because you're not just like, I don't know, you got the natural light coming in, and and it does have that warehouse feel to it. That, it yeah, does. We, we really worked hard to get that warehouse we feel. We yeah. demoed this entire place because yeah. it was important to me. I wanted to have that feel, and yeah. we love. I mean, that's almost our favorite thing. I think when people come in, they always say it's they use the same word too. We love the vibe. And yeah. that was the whole point of it. They love the vibe. And when people come in from other other cities and stuff like that, they, it, it, they tell me it reminds them of those, those warehouse kind of spaces for whether they're from, whether they're from, you know, Philly or Virginia or even San Diego, Colorado. And they, that's what they, and that's what we mimic. That's what we want it to be. When you yeah. walk through these doors, we want you to know there's a brewery. Right. We're not a restaurant. We're not, you know, we, we sell food now, but right. but we're a brewery first and foremost. It's and that's all why about it's the beer. Ale, ale works too, yes. right? That was, was that deliberate? Yeah. Ale works? Yeah. yeah. Instead um, of uh, Richter Brewery. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I just, it just fit. It was something different, you know, and because it's always something brewing company, always something brewing company. Your last name, the mountain range, the river, city, whatever it is. And yeah. I just wanted something different. Yep. You know, I don't like to follow that same path. I like to do something and ruffle some feathers sometimes. Right. And so <laughs> nice. it was just one of those things that was kind of different. I said, let's, and it just, that's why I told him, I said, Richter Aleworks in April was like, oh, I love that. Perfect. It flows too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 I like it. So, you guys make beer here, right? Yes. And beside me, I have the guy who makes the beer. Wes, welcome oh. back. Hello. Right. <laughs> been sleeping. He has been. He's been focused, so I feel like he's like brewing a beer in his mind right now. Like you concocted something. Oh, I'm always thinking about something. Okay. Right. <laughs> yeah. So I was talking to Wes before we started recording, and and you've got you've got some brewing experience, right? Like you're. you're uh, from I do. Just a little bit. The mecca, the, what do we call Colorado the mecca of craft beer? At this point, or depends. Who you uh, I don't know. Yeah. It's up there for sure. Okay. All right. Well, so tell me about your like your history with beer. Um, it, drinking it. I've been brewing for about ten years okay. professionally for six. Um, so yeah, I kind of started out. Um, my friend and I turned twenty-one uh, ten years ago, and he was going to college up at Colorado State University. And it was kind of just when they were starting the beer program up there at the college. So they actually have a beer program. Like they do. It's a full program now. You wow. can take a brewing science course at uh, Colorado State. Nice. Uh, really good people up there. Um, highly recommended. 
And it was also the time when like Odell was getting really popular, New Belgium was blowing up, and it was just kind of like, not really the infancy, because Colorado's been doing it for a while, but like the big boom. Yeah. And we just kind of happened to be in the right place at the right time and decided like, hey, you know, we should do this. Yeah. So my friend and I, we kind of just went into it. And he's a brewer at New Belgium now. Uh, he oh, worked nice. at Dogfish Head for, I think, three or four years. Wow, those uh, are two huge names yeah. in, the, in the craft beer. He's like yeah. a real brewer. He actually like knows things. <laughs> I'm sure you didn't say this in your interview, right? <laughs> no, he did. <laughs> I was very honest in my interview. That's what we liked. That was yeah. what we loved about him. Still yeah. love about him. Well, like I came here from Colorado and I was like, I'm not going to pretend to be somebody else. You know, like yeah. they're going to get me. Yeah. No, it's, that's good because you try to be important. somebody else yeah. and then... Then you got to be that person for a long time. Yeah. It sucks. Yeah. yeah. So he was his normal sucky self, and we <laughs> hired him anyway. <laughs> so, okay, so you went to, to the brewer school. So you have a, do you have a bachelor's? And is it a bachelor's, or is it an associate's? Is it a certificate? Because I'm intrigued. Because uh, I do not have ago, any of this. this. Um, I've taken some classes at Siebel. Okay. Um, my friend did it. I think it's a bachelor's program that they're doing up at Colorado State. I'm not positive. Yeah. Um, Why didn't they have this shit in 1998? I know. Right. Like I, would no. graduate, I would have a doctorate by now. It's, you know? It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like CSU is like the perfect place to go because there's all those breweries up there and like you're pretty much, I don't, I don't want to speak for anybody, but you have a pretty good chance of probably getting a job up in Fort Collins if you want to go through that program, I would imagine. Yeah. Uh, so okay so you you went through the school you got the training and then and where did it go yeah, from there uh, my friend went through the training i kind of sat in on some classes unofficially um <laughs> they were really cool about it and so i kind of took the hard way where uh i was just passionate and i had a lot of contacts so i started off as an assistant brewer uh up in frisco colorado way up in the mountains in ski town um, and i worked there for about three or four years I uh, worked my way up busted my ass for no money yeah. <laughs> and just kind of worked my way to where I am now yeah you know well you know it's interesting you say that because everybody that I've talked to um, for this show like no one's in it for the money like no one's like I'm doing this so I can I'm rich. Like, well, if, if you're in <laughs> it for the money loud. you're, you're dumb it. I mean yeah. it's there's no money in this oh make no mistake I'm filthy rich <laughs> <laughs> I drive a 1990 Mazda B2600 oh, pickup man. it's Dude, sweet that's classic yeah, yeah it's yeah. a total chick magnet <laughs> yeah it is those rest holes are awesome <laughs> yeah <laughs> so but so then you were telling me um, when I when I first got here that you you've brewed for a couple of the big breweries in in Colorado, right? I did. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I started off at a, a small brewery called Backcountry. Okay. Um, it was just myself and the head brewer for quite a long time, and we had a sales guy. Um, so yeah, it was just me and Alan worked there. Uh, I was ready to not live in the one of the most expensive places to live in the country anymore. Um, so like I Port Collins, uh, Breckenridge. Oh, Bre oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Resort town. Yeah. Everyone there is on vacation. Everyone is a rich asshole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. <All> the <laughs> you know, we don't publish in, in Breckenridge. You're good, man. You're good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but no, it's like, it, it gets to be kind of a grind though. Cause when you're up there, like it's cool living up there, don't get me wrong, but it's like everyone you encounter on a daily basis is on vacation. Uh, and you're up there working and like after a couple of years it does kind of grind on you a little bit yeah or they're looking to you like hey you're serving me yeah kind of thing yeah yeah like, screw you dude 
But I'm yeah, make some shitty beer for you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm very proud of the work that I did yeah. up there, and I, I learned a lot. Alan and I are, remain great friends, um, and actually we reunited later. Um, we yeah, won some awards. Uh, I put out a couple of different beers. Uh, this was a backcountry. Yep, so, okay. backcountry. Yeah. How many um, awards do you have? Uh, I've I have some GABF medals and uh, one World Beer Cup gold that we got last year at Dry Dock. I um, forgot how many medals again. I don't know. A couple. She got a lot. Is he seven. Being, really? I, it's six or seven. I don't know. Somewhere around there. Somewhere around yeah, there. He's yeah. so modest, isn't he? It's a screensaver on like his phone, like all it those is. medals. Like, <laughs> his, you know? I think you can order replicas. I need to do that. <laughs> That's awesome. So you also had your hand in another brewery, right? Quote, unquote. I'm doing finger yeah. quotes. Uh, so yeah, I left backcountry. Uh, I went to work at Left Hand as a brewer there for about a year, year and a half. Okay. Somewhere around there. Um, it was good. I learned a lot. Uh, I learned how to work in a very large brewery. It was a 72-barrel brew house, uh, 24-7 operation. I mean, we were doing, I think, 90,000 barrels a year. Um, wow. We had 12 500-barrel fermenters. Uh, it's like a milk stout factory, essentially. But Yeah. Well, it, I asked you, you said they, it's the most popular, right? It's most As far as I know, I think it's the number one selling dark beer in the country. This is Milk Salt Nitro. Left-hand Milk Salt Nitro. Yeah. Yeah. And you said you had your, your hand in brewing several... A couple million gallons, couple I million gallons. <laughs> 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 Nice. So how did, you, how did you get connected with these guys? Like, how did, how did that happen? Uh, actually, it was because of left-hand. Um, before I left left-hand, uh, I worked with a guy named Mick... Um, who was one of the older brewers there. He worked at a brewery called Avery up in Boulder beforehand. Oh, yeah. They got um, the, what is it, the White Rascal, right? They have White yeah. Rascal. Yeah. Um, and an I don't incredible like barrel aging program. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, I think his name is Andy. Does a really good job. Um, but so Mick, Mick left. I left a shortly afterwards. Um, and Mick is now the head brewer yeah. at Echo um, in Frederick. Kind of near Longmont, where Left Hand is. Okay. And uh, the owners of Echo know Brandon and April. And so when I applied for the head brewer job on Pro Brewer, they saw Left Hand on my resume, called up either Mick or Dennis or Daniel, one of the owners. All the above. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And so, like, I was actually, I had a, it was like on my birthday, I think. Or at least we were celebrating my birthday that day. <laughs> I was actually on my way up to Avery to get hammered. <laughs> and they, they called me back a couple hours later and, you know, wanted to do an interview and all that stuff. And I was like, uh, let's do this later because I'm going to go get drunk. <laughs> did you say that specifically? Uh, I might have. I don't know. I'm you pretty probably open. did. I'm pretty yeah. open. You probably did. Though. Well, yeah, it's my birthday. I'm not sober. Let's do well, this another time. Trying to get a brewer. Mm -hmm. If you're going to get drunk, that's not a bad thing. Not market, for us. market research. No, yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. You know, he it, it showed us that he was dedicated to the craft. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. If you're like, that's hey, important. You know, we're looking for a pastor. You know what? Hold on. Yeah. I'm getting drunk. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> that might be different. Exactly. Yeah. Nice. So it happened. Here you are. Yeah. You're making right. beer for these guys. Yeah. So, um, you guys, you guys have a great list. I mean, all 
uh, right? All Arizona? Yeah. All Arizona, all Arizona beers. All Arizona beers. Um, you guys ha- had to do some, what is it called? Gypsy brewing? Yeah, that's what we're calling it. Yeah. Yeah, that's the <laughs> PC way to put it. Yeah. What is, so to, tell me about that. What, you, what have, has your experience well, Of course, with? nothing goes according to plan. Right, right. Issues with city, issues with landlord, issues with equipment, vendors, everything. So we haven't been able to like, to like really fire that thing up. Okay. But being open, we know we needed to make some beer. And because I've lived vicariously through so many other breweries in town, I made some really good friends. Nice. And we had already talked for years about, you know, collaboration beers. So, you know, immediately the first guy, you know, I thought about was, was Steve McFate oh, at, yeah. at McFate yep. Brewing Company because he also did the Tom Hennessy program. So okay. we have a we have a really great relationship because, you know, I always say me and Tom, have, me and Steve had the same stepdad, and he just loves Steve. He just loves Steve more than me. Steve's his golden child. You have to have a favorite. Yeah, you know? I know. Oh, yeah, Steve is definitely him. So you know, Steve was like, "Yeah, so let's let's set it all up." So as soon as Wes got here, I think like that. How was it that week? It was the next day. Yeah, we went and brewed over there, and so Wes and Adam came up with the recipe. I mean, I was I was texting Wes and saying, "Hey, come with this recipe. I need. To, we're gonna do what do you want to make." He's like, "Let's do this, 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 and." So I sent it to Adam, and I was like, "Okay, that's cool. You want to use this, this, and like, and so I could go back and forth, and like, yeah. So we brewed that, and that was that the McFate. McFate, yes. yeah, and that McRichter. Yeah, I'm sorry, yeah, the, the McRichter, yes. yeah. Nope. It was fucking awesome. <laughs> it was. It good. was so good. I, you know what? I went there when it was on tap. Um, we just stopped there for lunch, and you know, I always go for their beers. I love mm-hmm. their beers. Like McFate's awesome. I, Fate, I still call it Fate. Yeah, so do we. So do we. But uh, we, we named we, Mischief McFate. It's this mischief fate in, yeah. in honor of that. Every every has had to change her name. That's going to be her name, right? Yes, yeah, so mischief fate Richter. Mischief fate Richter. So, um, but I was there and I was like, "What is?" This? I'm like, "What is this?" And I'm and the girls like, "Oh, this is a collaboration between Richter and." I'm like, well, "I gotta try it." And it was great. Yeah, it was really good. So, and you were ta- Adam. So Adam is uh-huh. the head brewer yes. at uh, uh, McFate. Yeah. Okay. All right. And uh, Adam's a great brewer. Yeah. Him and Wes are so similar on so many levels, and it was funny to watch these brewers, you know, in their natural habitat, communicating <laughs> with each other. And I, was, I felt like I was like a scientist watching these people, like, hey, hey, you know, they're just so similar on so many levels. Yeah. But what they produced was it was so good. At, at that point, I was like, we at goal, we're, we've got something special happening here. Yeah. Really, something special happening here. Yeah. Um. And then I had, I had, in the meantime, I had brewed with my buddy Rob at North Mountain, Rob Berkner. Okay. And um, so I had done that. And that's actually when everything kind of happened with, with Wes because when we first put out that Adam Pro Brewer, we didn't get a lot of offers. I had some, a few guys, somebody from the 21st Amendment, some guy from Mother Earth, some back east, like another guy. But it's, it seems like it's a lot harder to get a brewery job or find a brewer now. When I first went to school, oh, yeah, people were, it was, you know, you couldn't find a job as a brewer because oh, really? yeah but now there's so many breweries that it's hard to find a good brewer uh, and gotcha. I didn't get any offers really that I really liked and so we almost had to deal with this other guy and it just it just didn't work out and it just didn't work out for the right reason and so I had the day before I went and brewed a collaboration with Rob um, the St. Virilius that we did the Belgian quad that we okay. did at North Mountain um, I had placed that ad that that was supplied for we got amazing, amazing applicants that time. And I was like, wow, there's a lot of them here. Yeah. But the thing that stuck about our West is the fact that he had that pedigree and he, we had mutual friends. And to me, I wanted nothing more than a brewer from Colorado. Really? Of all Why? the cities, of all the cities we've been to, Colorado just has that, that, I don't know how to say it, just that kind of, um, you know, when you go to a Colorado brewery, 
90 percent of the time you're gonna have a really good beer okay you know it's i think it's still it's still above san diego still above the portland area yeah the beer in colorado is just always good okay and they just seem to have that pedigree yeah and so it's really important i even talked to my buddy um Robert Rodriguez at Two Brothers, who also is from the Colorado Boy family, and he comes from Big Choice in Colorado. Okay. So he actually had put out feelers in Colorado if anybody wanted to come here. But Colorado was just where I wanted to find somebody. Yeah. So when we talked to Wes, you know, I was just like, this is just seems to be the guy. I mean, literally, he was like, yeah, I'll come this weekend. And we're like, yeah, he's serious. Let's, yeah. yeah. And it just worked out that way. Nice. But, um, yeah, but back to that whole collaboration deal with, with McFate, it just... You know, I don't know. I hope it's not one of those beers that lightning in the bottle, that unicorn beer, because it was really, really good. And I yeah. think it really kind of, I won't say put us at ease, but we're like, yeah, this guy knows what he's doing. That was like, like Wes's like. The exactly. Wrote like, that recipe. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember it? I don't remember what it was. Uh, I wrote that when I was driving home from work one day. Really? You think Literally, you I was do it texting again? him. I was, I was just texting him. Like, yeah, let's do this. Let's do this. IPAs are easy. Dude, Anybody can make an idea. He's like freaking Rain Man over here. Yeah, he's, like, he's very <laughs> modest if you haven't noticed yet. Oh, yeah. I think I have well, six or he seven is, the and then yeah. he's not, you know. Even a blind squirrel can find a nut. Oh, my God, that it. squirrel and the nut story. I'm so sick of that. That should be your logo. You should get a T-shirt. With God, no kidding, huh? That. Exactly. Put your, put your face on a squirrel. <laughs> Something about your nuts. Yeah. <laughs> There's probably a Snapchat filter for that. <laughs> probably is, yes. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. So has that affected your like brewing style at all? Like you like going to these other places and and using their equipment? I'm sure equipment's different in these. Places, it's vastly right? different. Yeah. 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 Uh, I don't know if it really affects anything too much. Just you know, doing it once here or there. Yeah. Because. Um, yeah, every every system is different, and you don't really get a real feel for it for a while until like you're, I don't know, twenty, thirty batches in, where you know like exactly uh, how everything reacts. And, yeah. Okay. So yeah, it just like collab days for me are just kind of kind of fun, and it's more of like an idea exchange more than more than anything else. Okay. So when when so you guys aren't running in here yet, right? This isn't running, no. but when it does. Like I see excitement in your eyes, and I see like just like just Brandon's like man. Oh I, yeah, I'm we just... are uh, we're chomping at the bit. I mean, oh, I've seen you look a gray. Yeah, every time I say it, something happens. But we will brew here next week. Okay. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. Good. You got some things. You guys have things lined up. Oh yeah. 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 Well, by the time this episode goes out, so I mean, it's you guys probably up be up and running. Mm -hmm. So if you're listening, come here because. Yeah, well, we'll take a few days after that. You'll have beer. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we'll have beer on tap yeah, for yeah, sure, yeah. yeah. We just have that less that collaboration we did with Two Brothers. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, we will have our fermenters will finally be full. Okay. Would you guys have anything like uh, like a plan? What are you gonna That's do? all him. Wes, what do you, what do you got? Uh, I've got the first two brews mapped out, okay. uh, and then we'll kind of roll from there. Okay. Um, uh, first one's going to be very similar to the West Side that I did. Um, Wes? West side with, with a T. Yeah. Okay. All right. But West Side is we were gonna name awesome. it that. West Side. And we yeah. probably yeah. still will. Yeah. And no, I was thinking of making a West Coast style. Okay. Okay. Um, It'd be perfectly clear, no <laughs> cloudiness at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't get me started on that. <laughs> we'll talk about that after the recording. <laughs> but I'll keep it rolling so we get it on tape. Yeah. We're watching. <laughs> yes. So. Um, 
Okay, so now you guys have food too, right? Yes. Yes. So a week ago we started our kitchen. Because you guys had food trucks here. Like when I came, like you had yeah. some pretty cool shit going on though. You had the the guy that had like was it a fire truck with a pizza oven or something? Yeah. Oh yeah, it was a, it was it was a like storage a custom, container. It was a yeah. custom built storage container. Yeah, he used to be a he used to be a police was, officer. Shit. Yeah. Hey, can I get another one? Yeah. Uh, the, Your choice. Your choice. Yep. I'm not cutting that out either. That's that adds to the value. <laughs> right? That's, yeah, I think it brings it. I know, I'm ready to start number three right now. <laughs> right. But we we did. We had a, a great lineup of food trucks over the weekends. Um, but you know, food trucks are a pain in the ass to deal really? with. Yes. Okay. Just getting them scheduled. And getting them scheduled and then having them stick to it. I mean, like I had one scheduled for tonight and they canceled. Ah, oh, man. And yeah. so that happened so many times. And so we were just like, uh, and they become kind of divas too, some of them. Some of them think they're so cool. It's crazy. <laughs> so they interview not. us. Yeah, they do. They, they will put us through the interview process to see if we're worth them coming out here. Really? Yeah, or uh, they'll um, ask for a guarantee. You know, we need at least... Six hundred dollars in sales. Well, I can't even guarantee myself that. Like, why yeah. would I guarantee you? Just pull your van in, into yeah. the parking yeah. lot, right? And people and yeah. serve some food. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, it's yeah. We're the cool ones. You guarantee you're bringing people with you. <laughs> yeah, we have exactly. beer. You're just selling pizza or <laughs> burgers. Yeah, but it's uh, so it just became too much. I just I did I. It was too much. I'm not doing it anymore. So um, now we have. We still try to have them on Saturday, but um, I don't know. I don't think we're going to keep doing it. The last one I have scheduled is like May 13th. I'll probably keep one or two trucks just every maybe couple weeks because some of these guys became really good friends with them. We really like them. Yeah, like Cousins Maine Lobster. We love those guys. I heard that's awesome. It It is is awesome. They're going to be here May 6th. Really? I think it's fourth time back here. Fourth or fifth. Yeah, they actually, we actually have such a good report with them that when they uh, when the owners flew out from New England, they wanted to have their party here, so they were here all day. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Nice. yeah. And they just wanted to come in, just hang out. Yeah. And it was awesome. Yeah. You know, we have a couple of trucks. I mean, I love this the green chili grill guy. Oh, he's awesome. Even though he's a Dodgers fan, he's, he's, <laughs> we just sit here and just talk baseball and God, he eats this amazing green chili. It's so yeah. good. And then we love that he loves beer. Yeah. Yeah. So it's yeah, a good time. Yeah, he'll come like two hours ahead of time. <laughs> okay. And he I, gets ready for work. Yeah, I'm like so excited when I see him pull in because I'm like, oh, he came early. Yay. Right. And then he's like, no, I'm here to drink beer. And he's not wearing Dodger Blue. <laughs> right. So, okay, but food trucks, um, that's kind of a side thing now, right? Because you guys yeah. are. And, and I think when I came in, you guys have a plan to open. So right now you have uh, pizza, right? We okay. have um, four different flatbread pizzas. Okay. We've got four different sandwiches. Um, two appetizers. We have a pretzel and then these oh, nice. really awesome buffalo kettle chips. Ooh, you had me a buffalo. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I know. And then um, next week we'll have salad. We're adding three different salads. Okay. Nice. Um, that was kind of you guys' plan. I think when I came and talked to you, that was the plan where you guys wanted to be, right? Yeah. Yes. Like full menu, like all this stuff, but good complimentary yeah. food to what you guys yeah, Opening have. a brewery, you got to figure out what's most important. Of course, we concentrated everything on the beer. Right. The food trucks allowed us to operate, do the beer, but still have food for people. Mm-hmm. It's give and take. You know, some things are better than others. But we knew eventually, I mean, we have a kitchen. We have a full kitchen. You know, we we're going to have a, a full-on kitchen with deep fryers and everything. But just the problems with city and ordinances and everything else just became problematic. So we, we yeah. scaled it back. But yeah. 
we're still able to make some really good food and a lot of it, mm -hmm. you know, but again, we're a brewery. Right. The food is secondary. It's, yeah. I wouldn't say it's required, but it definitely does help as far as being a brew pub, especially where we're at. People mm -hmm. want to eat food. Yeah. And it's, yeah. again, it's so hard to schedule this truck. So we knew we would have a kitchen. Yeah. Originally we were going to do pizza, but where from where I'm sitting, there's two pizzas, places in this parking lot and a third's getting ready to open. Gotcha, yeah. And even the new QT sells pizza. Yeah. Oh, uh, jeez. I mean, <laughs> diarrhea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but the stuff we're making, I mean, I'm blown away by how good it is. Yeah. I mean, I don't think I've eaten out now over almost two weeks because we've been making food back here and testing it. And yeah. It's really good, and the reviews have been awesome. So we're like, yeah. wow, this is this is kind of fun. We're nice. pretty damn amazing. Yeah. We really are. And you yeah. guys do it? You guys she is. Me, I do it. Nice. I just yeah. eat it. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it's it's fun. I mean, yeah. I I like it. It can be kind of stressful and crazy sometimes, but like in the kitchen, like just working, like getting yes. shit out. Yeah, yes, yes. Yeah. We I, are looking for kitchen help from anybody's looking for a job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's crazy. I mean, I'm not gonna be able to do it forever, but yeah. um, for right now, we have beer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a good attraction, right? Exactly. Come here for the beer, have some food. Mm -hmm. Come here yeah. for the food, have some beer. Yes. Yep. In the parking lot, like as we speak, there are. Four people outside with sticks, um, <laughs> some sort of tai chi or what is that? What is that called? Oh, it's slow karate. Slow no, it's kung fu. <laughs> they get really mad when you say karate. It's kung fu. Oh uh, yeah, well they got sticks like they're yeah. yeah. Looks they're, like the sticks that they measure like that. They're distracting. They don't. So they can so break tough. into your car and steal whatever's in your car. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're watching those four and the fifth ones in my car. Yeah, he's them. actually <laughs> yeah. He's in there right now actually. Right. Only thing I have is an ox cable, but do not touch my ox cable. That's, <laughs> that's like a huge thing. Yeah. So now, do you guys have any um, like events or anything else that you guys do? We get groups of people coming here for other, you know, events. We've had tour buses just pull up that were okay. planned, some that weren't planned. We didn't know they were even coming. Please yeah. don't do that. Last <laughs> night, yeah. <laughs> Last night, somebody asked if we would do their their uh, what's the she's getting married and she wants to do her rehearsal dinner. Yeah, well, like, really. I'm like, Cool. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I, we got to talk about that. There's like, don't sign us up for that. That's right. Too late. Yeah. It's all late. about yeah. Yeah. rehearsal dinner. It means everybody keeps their clothes on. Right. Sorry. Yeah. Wes comes out in his rubber boots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, ladies. <laughs> That's our motto, whatever it takes. Right. Yeah. Yes. I'll yep. put a sock on. Right. <laughs> the, no, the no look ones, right? Not a, like a tube sock, but like one of the ones that, yeah. He uses those low-rise socks. Yeah, I'm trying to stay a little leaner. <laughs> I don't know how dirty we're allowed to make this podcast. So. As dirty as you want, Wes. This is your, I'm going to give beers. you a minute of open mic. Say what you want. No, let's not do that. Nah. Yeah, you're going to have a couple disclaimers on this I one. Know, I know. So this is so far, we're at 47 minutes. This It's going to be probably a 15-minute podcast, cutting everything wow. out of what we said. Yeah. Now you're going to cut all this good material <laughs> yeah. out of this. No, no. This is awesome, guys. So... Um, vision like where do you see this like where do you want it to be obviously by the time this comes out hopefully you guys are the equipment's up you guys are making your mm -hmm. own beer like down the road and i know you can't it trials and tribulations but you guys have overcome all of that like you guys just keep getting back up that's that's we huge. have that's that's been our motto since day one yeah it's it, our motto has always been whatever it takes yeah and that's what we do whatever it takes to do this we have sacrificed a lot everything we own is in this place this is a both of our full-time jobs now yeah 
and I'm still happier doing this working 70, 80 hours a week than I was working 40 hours for some other asshole. Right. I am still <laughs> so much happier doing this. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, it's still stressful. Sure. There's still other things you worry about. There's still other worries, um, but I am still happier doing this. Because in the end, that's my name mm-hmm. on that wall. That's my name on that sign. Literally. Yeah. It is, yeah. So I take pride in that. Yeah. And I'm gonna only get out of this what I put into it. And to me, growing up in a family-run business, I don't know anything different. Mm-hmm. I've always taken it personally. So everybody who walks that door, I want to make them my friend. I want them to enjoy themselves. I want them to want to come back. I want them to tell themselves. We're starting to get calls now from other people at these other places saying, hey, somebody came to your place, they really liked your beer, they liked you guys, they want to, they want, we want your beer. Wow, I wasn't prepared for that. I, I, haven't been, I never thought that people would start calling us asking us for beer. Meaning like a, like a bar, when I ha- they want to have a beer on bars. tap. Nice. Yeah. And they're calling you? Yeah. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I don't have any beer to sell you right now. And even <laughs> if I do, it's going to be two weeks out. And then even at that point, am I going to even want it to go? Because we sell so much beer right now that I don't know if I'm even going to let it go. In the yeah. future? Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. But the, still, the whole goal and our, our whole you know, business plan was this model works, this brew pub works. I don't want to fight for tap handle space at Hooters. I don't want to, you know, shop or um, have shelf space at BevMo. Yeah. This is what we want to do. If we can sell every drop we make over this bar, we're going to be fine. We're all going to do really well and we're all going to be really happy. And that's the goal. I am not looking to build, you know, a giant monstrosity of stainless steel yeah don't get me wrong I do want to expand I do want to grow right. and it, the, the plan has always been to do that second location April still weighs her head but <laughs> she likes it she thinks about it too but that is the goal because you have to have that you got to have that yeah we are yeah. because eventually is if, if I can kick slow karate out of here then awesome I can expand <laughs> but if, if they stay there what am I gonna do yeah if, I, when I built that brewery, when I designed that brewery, it, I designed it purposely that I can expand in it. I can quadruple output in that space. Okay. Yeah. So we can definitely grow. Yeah. And I would love nothing more than at that point when I, I make quadruple that space that I'm like, wow, we still need to make more beer. That's going to be a good problem to have. Yeah, for sure. So the pro- yeah, at that point, we'll bring somebody else on and we'll do a second location. Why not? Right. You know, right. it worked for McFade, it worked for our buddies at Echo, it worked for so many other guys. She's shaking her head at me. <laughs> I, I can't go through that again. It's not like childhood. You know, it's going so you know. e- <laughs> to be so much easier the second so time. Oh, Jesus. God. You guys, have, you guys have actually kind of gone through the gauntlet. Like, yeah. it's like anything that It can't get any harder. Wrong. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, good thing. You guys have beautiful wood tables, by the way. You might want to knock Thank on you. that one. Yeah. from some other place that went out of business. <laughs> I know. <laughs> right. But no, you guys are, you guys are doing awesome. Um, the beers I've had from you guys are fantastic. I love this place. Um, it's yeah. So, you guys are doing the right thing. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, so, Thank you. well, how do people find you? Like, where where's the? I know Richter Aleworks. Yeah. Instagram, Facebook, website, Twitter. Everything is Richter Aleworks. Richter Aleworks. Yeah. Nice. And Google MySpace. <laughs> MySpace. Oh, dude, I love. Are we not MySpace. on MySpace? I would. No. You know, no. MySpace was great. You could force your music Wes's, on the people. Wes's Tinder right? account. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do not have a Tinder account. Sorry, grinder. Sorry, ladies. Grinder. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Hey guys, thanks for doing this. This is awesome. Yeah, thanks for coming, man. Yeah. So when you guys listen to this show, um, come here, have their beers, have some food, order a lot of it, so April stays busy back in the kitchen. Um, but uh, yeah, awesome. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. 
Hey guys, thanks for listening to the show. Hopefully you enjoyed that. Get over there, check out their beers, cool people, great place, Richter Ale Works over in Peoria. If you guys are liking the show, do me a favor, subscribe on iTunes, give me a review, give me a rating, give me a call, say, hey dude, good show, and I'll say, hey dude, thanks. Um, <laughs> next episode, travel back down to Old Pueblo, down to Tucson, and hang out with a distillery who Esquire Magazine just named one of the top 10 whiskeys in the United States. You don't want to miss this one. In the meantime, always remember, stay awesome.